caught my interest. It's not about the questions of marriage, but it's about the question on changing career, which there was no answer, isn't it? That was the only question I was said. You know, the moderator said, where is uh, Dekin Ta? Yeah, there was no answer. What is the answer to changing careers, darling? What do I do to change my career? Yes. Yes. I can't, can someone get me a microphone so that I can hear? And I want us to follow that very, very accurately. Yes, you start tell us again what your group came about on changing career. It's, it's very beautiful. Is that on now? Hit, hit the mouth and let's see whether. Can you just give that thing volume, please? You should see that on your meter there. Praise God. Praise God. We, there was an answer to that issue in our own section. We talked about career that um, it's possible to change your career. And um, to change your career, you make a research around your environment. And we find that when you make your research and you find you are interested to go towards your career and it's profitable and it's good, you have that interest, you should work towards it. And in working towards it, you should not give up. It might be academically barrier or financial barrier. Work towards the two goals. Barrier, find time to do your part-time. Find time to work towards it and you overcome it. Don't give up because your, your, your determination of your research you found, um, maybe might be career. Do not give up. Put it in God's hand. And that's how we... You will be successful in it. My Lord. Put your hands together for that contribution. Let me just give you a little bit of addition to you. You need to consider why are you living your old career too. Are there successful people in that old career? Could it be? that your limitation in that old career was because you have not added values to yourself. If your limitation in the old career is because of your personal, it is a personal element, that is because you didn't add values. If you change career, your attitude will go with you and you won't succeed in the next career. Are we together now? The area that was covered is the area of evaluating the other career, you know, investigating it, making sure you have the finance and how you can progress into that. But also the question is, what is your problem? Why are you not successful in this career that you are? If it is a career that is uh, getting out of date, that is, there are some careers that, you know, technology advancement take them over, and they soon become obsolete. Alright? So then, if that be the case, you can now turn towards what is emerging in that career. Which is a factor of the advancement and, you know, becoming more relevant. But, 
if it is because you have not been updating yourself, you have been a little bit lazy and stuff like that, if you change to another career, your attitude goes with you. And that's the reason for people changing from one career to the other career, but yet frustrated. Are we together now? So, but in the area of when can you change career, I think the question came like that, uh, Dickin. And that is, what did you say? Anytime. Now, look at the book of Ecclesiastes 10.5. 10.10, really. Ecclesiastes 10.10. What does it say? Shall we read together, please? This is not Christ's faith tabernacle reading. I said when you read the word of life, you must read it with life. So, Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 10. Skill. So to change, to succeed in a career, skill. To move to another career, skill. How do you acquire the skill? Proverbs 4-7. Shall we read it together, please? Write these things down, because I'm just giving you scriptures to back up all what you have been talking about it. What does it say? Hey, I don't like the way you are in the Bible. This is the holy book of God. When you read it, there is life in it. Shall we read it together? Wisdom is supreme. Uh-huh. Did you hear that? And that backs up what our sister said over there. Research is to get wisdom. Discover. And then, commit yourself to it. Sell everything you have and get understanding. Because it pays you better in life. At the end of your course. I give you two more scriptures. Look at Proverbs 22 verse 29. Write these things down because you are going to teach me back. Shall we read it together please? Stop it. Let's, let's read it together. I want to go. Do you see a man? Did you hear that? The other translation says he will not serve before mere men. Yeah? I think when I was listening to those questions in the area of that, I said that when um, Brother Timmy finishes his section on tomorrow, is it? Thursday. Okay, yours is Thursday. And then Brother Jason Friday. They were covering quite a lot about what you can do in this you know around this brexit issue brexit has happened or is happening intended to happen but may not happen and it's more confusion because we don't know whether it will happen or it will not happen so what is going to be affected in england and myself himself and brad jason will be covering quite a lot of areas which will benefit you in the area of changing career? What do you do? What's available in town? Where do you go to get what and stuff like that? You will be given practical information on this. And business as well. What is the business you can think about 
you know, where is the money coming from? The money does not disappear in the world, but it can be scarce. When the money moves, where does it move to? So that we can position ourselves very, very well. I haven't said that to you. I want us to look at the character of a man. Daniel chapter 6 verse 3. And this is a cap. It is, this is to cap what I was sharing with you yesterday. And today we're going further into the, that man Jesus. The topic I'll be sharing with you is that man Jesus. Not spell. Because I received a, a, a discussion today that um, I don't know who is not you know, sure about the topic I'm teaching you. And I said yesterday, I mentioned it three times. The men who changed their world and world who are we looking into among them, that man, Jesus. That's what we are looking throughout this week. But I gave you summary of spell on Sunday. Yes? So... It says, now Daniel so distinguished himself among who? Among who? Samuel, uh, Daniel so distinguished himself among the administrators and the satraps by what? His exceptional qualities that the king planned to set him over the whole kingdom. They will see that. And yesterday what the Lord said to us is this. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl or bushel. Instead, they put it on its its stand. And it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men, that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Remember yesterday I gave you ten things from these verses. Number one, you are the light of the world. Number two, you are a city. This is what Jesus calls you. Number three, you are built on the hill by the Lord. And because of that, number four, you cannot be hidden. Anywhere you go as a Christian, people soon spot you if you are truly a Christian. They will soon recognize you. They will soon identify with you. They will soon see your uniqueness because you are the salt. Anywhere you go, either you go to high classes or you go to low classes or you go to middle class, you go to work, you go to business, you go to school, anywhere you go. If you are a believer in Christ, because you are built on a hill, you cannot be hid. Then number five, I said, you must shine. It is your duty to shine. It's not the duty of someone to shine on your behalf. And prayer cannot make you shine. It is to put an effort into the grace and the gift God has given to you. So that you can shine in the gift that God has given you. Now, number six says, if you shine, you will not be put under. You will be put on the stand. You will be put on the stand. In other words, in anywhere you are in your office, you will be, you will be put by your, 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 your colleagues in the rightful place. There is no such a thing that I've had some Christians before say they have meat of hatred. And I say, where is that meat? So that I can cook it and eat it and leave the hatred for them to go. <laughs> there is no such a thing. There's no such a thing as bad luck for Christians. Hallelujah, somebody. 
I didn't hear you. Law cannot be bad for Christians. It can always be good. Thanks be to God who always leads us in triumphant possession. Luck, there is no such a thing as bad luck. It does not exist for Christians. You know, the Bible says, For in all things God is working for the good of those who what? I cannot hear you. I cannot hear you. Say it loud. Say God is working for my good. Though the situation may not look good, but my God is working behind me. What about the book of Ephesians chapter 1 verse 11? Come on now, let's see. We want to bust all the myth and hold on the truth. Shall we read it together? Ephesians 1 11. Yes. In Him. Shall we read the scripture, the word of the Lord? Because you read it, it will work for you. Amen. That's why you read the scriptures. It is Ruah of God, breath of God. That is what is written. That scripture tells me, according to my God, who works everything in conformity to his will, whether the things look good or not good, whether it looks sorrowful or joyful, the end of it will be to the good of God. Are we together now? So therefore, we learn, let your light shine. Let your light shine. And then number um, seven, it says you must, be, you must benefit everyone in the house. It says, let your light shine before men. No, it says, uh, it says instead, the, the, and it gives light to, the, to everyone in the house. You must be beneficial. You must give light to everyone in the house. Either you classify the house as the house of God, or you look at the house as your family, or you look at the house as your relatives, or you look at the house as your office and your friends and colleagues. A Christian in any house, your life must affect everyone positively. And I said to you also, when further in verse eight, number 8, you must shine before men. Christians must be distinct from the world. If you and the world are the same, then you have lost your taste. Because when salt loses its taste, it is no more used. And it says it will be trampled what? Under food. If you see a Christian that people are trampling him under food, it's because you lost your taste. You remember I told you, salt has become meat. Salt is supposed to preserve meat or bring the taste of meat. And when salt loses its taste... Jesus said, it's not good for anything. Then, nine, men must see your good will, deeds. Let your shine, light shine before men, that they may see your good deeds. And I help you understand the definition of the word deeds. is an action that is performed intentionally and consciously. Your actions must be visible before all men as a distinction to them. They don't behave like them. You don't reason like them. You don't think like them. When there is confusion in the office, when they get you, they get solution at any level. Because God gives you the wisdom. And you are very skilled also. And the final one is the deeds. Your deeds must glorify God. But tonight, I will just introduce you briefly to something that will travel tomorrow deeper. Go to the book of John chapter 1 verse 1 to verse 5. Today we are looking at the source of the light. You know, Jesus said you are the light of the world. Okay? 
You are the light of the world, Matthew 5, 14 to 16. But where is the light from? John 1 verse 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him or by Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that had been made. In Him was life. And that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not overcome or understood it. The topic of tonight is Jesus, the source of the light. You know, we are looking at that man, Jesus. Jesus, the source of the light. Now, if Jesus said in Matthew 5, 14... That you are the light of the world. Alright? And Jesus explained what he expelled from the light. That the light should shine. The light should be unique. It should be different from darkness. The light should be visible and effective. The light should be a blessing to all men. Here, in verse 4, the Bible says, In him, that is in Jesus Christ, was the life. And the life was the light. And this helps me to understand that anywhere there is light, there is life. Write that down. Anywhere there is light, there is life. Because the light is the life. Out of the life is the light. Jesus is the life. And Jesus is the light. Therefore, the source of the light is Jesus Christ. And the light itself is life in Jesus Christ. The light came from Jesus. And the definition of the light is the life that is in Christ Jesus. Therefore, anyone who does not have Jesus in him, does not have life in him, neither does he have light in him. In other words... Anyone that can be overcome by darkness does not have light in him. Because lights always shine in darkness. If you have the whole of London dark and darkness cover the whole of UK, if you have a candle light as small as it is, go to the space, you will identify it. Because darkness reveals Light. I will gather now. Now, if Jesus is the source of the light, according to this, that verse 4, and light came from the life that came from Jesus, no wonder 
Anyone who does not accept Jesus Christ into his heart, when he dies, he never lives anymore. He is the eternal life. And the eternal light. Let's go further. There is a characteristic about the light that Jesus spoke about. In verse 5, John spoke about really. He says, the light shines in darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. Now, if you are the light of the world, which you are, if you are a child of God, come on now. The Bible tells me that darkness can understand you. Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Is that not different to what some Christians think? Satan, Satan, demon, 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 demon. Somebody who cannot understand you, how can he overpower you? Tell me. The light shines in darkness. When God allows darkness to attack you, it's to bring out your light, man. Huh? Darkness cannot overcome. Let me help us understand. Therefore, that if Jesus is the light of the world, and then he said, we are the light of the world, where did this come? How are these two relating? I read a scripture to you yesterday. This is the scripture we are going to look at tonight. I will give you some inference from it, and then we are going to stop. But you must understand. Now, now, before we go in there, go there. Let me, lay, let me run you through the table again. Jesus said in Matthew 5, 14, 16, you are the light of the world. Then he said you are a city built by God himself. And I told you, don't you think, don't limit your brain anymore. You are a city. Okay? I think... I had a child with brother, brother, um, Femi, and I know what uh, brother, uh, um, Jason is going to be discussing, and he, they both will be talking in line with, with you being a city. Never would you limit yourself in this life anymore. Don't let what people say about you define you. Let what the Bible says define you. You are a city and that's what you are. Amen. You know, yesterday when we finished, I was sharing with those who were with me that Christ with Tabernacle has shifted. We have shifted. Amen. Last year we produced 20, is it 24 first class students who came out of first degree, both young and grandmother. Somebody walked to me among you and I'm going to get those testimonies on Friday on the overcomers. One of the men walked to me on Sunday and he brought his certificate. He finished his master's degree in project management and he came out with distinction. And he said, Daddy, I want to come and show you my certificate. I just, I just graduated last week with distinction in my master's degree in, um, in uh, project management. And I was telling them, they said to me, oh, there's a sister too who came out in first class. You know, and the husband said, you two get first class. Ah, first class, now, yeah, yeah. Now, <laughs> he said, 
She said, yes, I got first class. I didn't know I would get first class. The spirit of first class is hovering over this house, man. <laughs> I told you the entire. Unless the Lord build the house, they labor in vain. Don't look at yourself as you are. Look at yourself as a city. Don't look at yourself as you have nothing. You are the solution to this dying world anywhere you go. Because the light is in you. Having said that, look at this story about Jesus. This story I'm going to read to you tells us when Jesus handled, handed over the, the light to man. In the book of John chapter 1 verse 9. It says the true light... That gives life to every man was coming into the world. That is Jesus Christ. He was in the world. And though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him up till today. He came to what was his own, but his own did not receive him. Till today, Israel. Let's read verse 12 together. It is my verse. Yes, to Alfred who received him. To those who believe in his name. He gave the right to become what? Light. <laughs> what he is. He gave them the right to become life. What he is. If the Son of God, Jesus, is the life and He is the light, then everyone that comes to Him has become life and become light. That's why we can give life, we can give light. The ability resides in us, His name is Jesus. Tell someone beside you, it is your turn. Verse 13 says, Children born, not of natural descent, not by father and mother, no of human decision or husband's will, but born of God. God born you to be light. God born you to be life. God born you to be light and you will shine. I say you will shine. What about those who believe that somebody covered their star? I told you there is, the Lord told me one day, look up, show me Alfred among the stars. I said, Lord, Alfred is not there. This is Alfred. I said, yes, son, no man has his star in the heavens. The Lord told me that. We are the stars to shine in this world. For the cosmos, the stars of heaven, Andromeda, Jupiter, and the rest of them, whatever they would name them. This scripture tells me that every one of us that is born of God, every one of us who accept Jesus as our Lord, our Savior, have experienced a rebirth. Okay? Now, we were darkness, but now we are light. We were dead, but now we live. Listen to me. I am excited about it. <laughs> I am excited about it. All this is from God. Not by the decision of any man. That is the reason why no man can undo your salvation. No one can touch it. No punishment. No uh, adversity. No sorrow. No pain can undo our salvation. Amen forevermore. Therefore, when Jesus, before he left, 
He handed over the light to us. Jesus handed over the light to you and I. Let's see Jesus as the light himself. John 19. From verse 1 to verse 5. It says, as he went along, he saw a man blind. Born blind. Blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Neither this man or his parents sinned, said Jesus. But his, this happened so that the work of God might be displayed in his life. Then he said, as long as it is day, you and I must do the work of him who sent us. Night is coming when no one can work. Then let's read verse 5 together. Yes. Let's read it again. Now, you know what this tells me? Jesus had left the world. He said, while I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. Okay? Now, when he left, what happened? He now said, you are the light of the world. Hand over. Hand over. Now, let me tell you. For the next few days, we're going to be looking at, while I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. And then, now that I've ascended, you are the light of the world. Look, let me help you know this. I will take you through a journey. Anything Jesus did as light... It means you and I also should and can do the same. Do we agree? Do we agree? Satan doesn't want Christians to know this. Do you agree? On what instance did Jesus infer that he's light? On the occasion when somebody was born with a disease. Born blind. Now, look at the world and look at the reasoning of Jesus. The world said, oh, the parents must have sinned because this child is innocent. How can this child be deformed? No, there are some demons in their family. Oh, the uncle was blind and <coughs> was born blind. The forefather was born blind. There is a pattern. You heard that before on television. <laughs> Hello, listen to me. The world is darkness. And so they cannot see. God made a child blind from the womb. But Mortimer said, it is the sin of the father. How many times have you been told, because you are going through tests of time, someone said to you that it's your sins or the sins of your father that is causing the problem. How many times have you heard that? Put on it, Christian channel, you see all garbage there. Come on, let me say something to you. 
But light came. Who does not blame any man? The light who gives life. The light that shines in darkness. He who does not add more sorrow to the confused. Listen to me. He's not interested in trying to help you understand what you cannot understand. Hello, somebody. And so, the disciples, they were still in the world because they were not born again at the time. They were still saying the normal thing the world will say. Your calamity came because God is punishing you. Really, your father was a witch or a wizard. No wonder you are suffering this suffering that you are suffering. Oh, there is a generational curse in your family, a generational problem in your family. That's what those in darkness say. But the lights on earth could connect with the light of heaven, who is God the Father. He understands by being light that God caused that situation to happen. It's not because of the sin of anybody, even in the Old Testament now. Because you said some seminary. He said, This happened only for one reason. Because I am the light as long as I'm in the world. And God will allow this to happen so that I can manifest and God can be glorified. Let your light shine. Let men see your deeds so that they may glorify your Father in heaven. The way you think determines the results you get in life. The way you think determines the results you get. For the past two months, I've been talking about thoughts and spell. Listen to me. When somebody is sick and he came to crusade, does he need another faith different from the faith that brought him? No. Because if he did not have faith, he would not have come. Then where do you have this stuff that some Christians will go to a paralytic in Christian and be telling him, exercise your faith. What faith will he exercise again? Can you explain it so that he may exercise it? The man came because he has faith. Whatever you did not see Jesus say, don't say it. If you don't understand about the sea, God leave him alone. The sick who came to the church for healing, if he's not healed, don't complicate his problem by telling him he needs another faith. Which faith does he need? The faith that brought him is the faith he needs to be healed. Listen to me. Jesus said to the disciples, stop fighting around you. This boy didn't sin. The old men have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But that is not this kind of sin I'm talking about. The parents did not sin. You know, when in, my, in, the, in the culture I came from, I don't know whether it happens in your culture too. In England too, we have some taboos, isn't it? They will tell a pregnant woman, when you are going out in the night, put some knife in your, in your wrapper and roll it together so that demons will not access your children. Yes? Yeah? Or put some stone in your wrapper and roll stone. I can't understand. Common sense tell you that stone can't stop devils. But we believed it. So, some pregnant women, when they want to go out in the night, after 9, 9 p.m., they will put some stone in their wrapper and roll the stone together. They have pregnancy, they have stone, stone Nancy. <laughs> pregnancy is inside, stone Nancy is outside. Hallelujah. Or put some knife. Only God saved them that the knife didn't shook them eventually. You know, God is so merciful. 
The people don't understand that he that dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. He will say to his Lord, you are my Lord and my God, the God in whom I have refuge. Their refuge was knife, under cloth and stone, under wrapper. Hallelujah, somebody. But God still protected them because they don't understand. Are we together now? And they give you all, all manners of taboo, telling you that the demons will enter the pregnancy, a woman who is pregnant in the night. Do you think demons don't work in the day? Is night definitive of demons? No. God created night and day. Night and day is just the same thing in the spiritual. Hallelujah, somebody. <laughs> Come on now. I think one thing that will challenge us here is this. God is saying to you as light, think like the light. Who is Christ? Stop thinking like me, amen. Stop thinking like me, amen. Don't say what people say. In John 4, it says, do people not say four more months and then there is harvest? He said, look up to the heavens. You know, if you look at the television over the past two days, uh, the Boeing say that they are going to move away from our country. Many will become jobless. And the motor industry today that they have been trying to hide since last year, they, you know, who knows how what they told them when to, to withdraw their statement. Now they can't be out of heat anymore. They said, well, <laughs> Nissan, who said he, he didn't know what to do now, saying that we are already moving. And then Range Rover, Jaguar, now we are now moving. I think Jaguar is a Jaguar of British, but now it is not Jaguaring into the continent. Oh, somebody says scaremongering. That guy said that you don't know what you're saying. <laughs> this is no scare any mongering. We are living because we don't know what is going to happen. Before war comes, we run. There is an adage in my, in my language says that, you know, if somebody is blind and war is coming, no, 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 if somebody is deaf and dumb and war is coming, his child, six months, will be using sign language to tell his father, war is coming, war is coming. Because if you shoot a bomb around, he can't hear you. So his child will have been telling him, bomb, bomb, bomb. <laughs> so that the deaf and dumb will have escaped before the war comes. Some people are saying it's scaremongering. Scaremongering, mongering, scare. But let me tell you something. In the days of famine, my people will enjoy plenty. That is the word of the living God. Let me say this. It does not matter what happened with Brexit. Yeah? It does not matter how many jobs are lost in Brexit. We will not be partaker of that. This is the reason for meetings like this. So that you are given information to where the money is moving. You are given information to what to do to secure your job. Industry that you should put your head into. Before they happen. God told us in this house many years before Brexit happened, isn't it? Yes. And when Brexit was happening, it didn't, we, we, are not, we are not ignorant of it. You come on Thursday. Is it Thursday you are talking Brexit? No, even when we may talk of Brexit any day. Because there are some people who always target some days. We may talk of Brexit any day. Those of you who are there, when we start talking about it, you will understand. God did not leave us in darkness. 
when Brexit will come. He told us Brexit will come. He told us this country was begging for food from nation to nation. We prayed for this nation for more than six years before it happened. And when it happened, I who God spoke to prophetically, my major is just that. That is what I wrote all my papers on. So that though God spoke to me prophetically that this is going to happen, at the same time, too, when it was to take place, he had, he had directed my path to write on the single market of European Union and Brexit and the effect of it. So that nobody can lie to us. Nobody can tell us black is blue. So that we can help our people to know the truth of what is going to happen. This is no scaremongering. And so that we can shift and position ourselves according to God's plan. And we will not be partaker in that suffering. I say you will not be partaker in this suffering, my friend. Change the way you think. Jesus said, this child must have sight. What do you say to the sick behind, beside you? Do you say, I don't have the gift of healing. I have to go and call Apostle Williams to come and pray. Between the time you are going to call Apostle Williams, the guy is dead because of the sickness. Do you say to the blind that, I know a man who can heal you. His name is Jesus, but I cannot do anything. You know, some people are so humble to the place whereby they are, humble, they are humbler below humility. And people like that have low self-esteem. When Jesus says, I as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world, grammatically, he qualifies his being light of the world by saying it is limited to the time he is in the world. And then he said to you, you are the light of the world. In other words, when I go, you continue being light of the world. In other words, anything Jesus did in his capacity as the light of the world, you can do also. Listen to me. Have you seen a Jesus that is saying, demons are coming, demons are coming, let us pray. Have you seen that Jesus? I can't find that Jesus. Really, I know a Jesus that when it's somewhere, demons cannot come around it. So how could you think demons will come around you if you are the same as Jesus? Light of the world. Light of the world. Before we pray today, what I want your heart to be centered on today is this. You and Jesus, you are the same. I didn't hear that very well, amen. <laughs> is it my opinion? Well, if you call that my opinion, is based on what Jesus said. Jesus says, as long as I'm in the world, I'm the light of the world. Then he said to you that you are the light of the world. Now he's gone. And you are the only one remaining here. So if Jesus said to you, you are the light of the world, without qualifying your light... And he says that, look, I am here as long as I'm here. I am the light, but when I'm gone, you are the light. What to the person who tells you you cannot do everything that Jesus did? The fact is this. Everything that Jesus could do is inside you. But Jesus said for it to happen, shine. Don't let anything intimidate you as a believer. If it is thinkable, it is doable. It is achievable. Every good thing is achievable. If those who think of stabbing people can stab them, which is a ridiculous thing. How can Christians think about good things and get it done? 
Who told you you cannot do it? You can do all things, man. It is Christ inside you, the hope of glory. He can take you from rock to riches. I cannot hear you, somebody. Today is your power night. I say today is your power night. I say today is your power night. God did not love Jesus than He loves you. He loves you as He loved the Son. Yes. The same love. But the Son believes in the, in the Father without a doubt. And that you got to deal with tonight. Everything the Father says the Son is, the Son believes it and He does it. That you're going to deal with tonight. You're going to put behind you anything you have been informed that is contrary to this fact that you are the light of the world. You are not different from Jesus. He, the light of the world when he was in the world. And when he has left the world, he handed over to you and I. And we got to do exactly what he did. We can do exactly what he did. Come on. The, how many times you have tried and failed? How does to do with what I'm talking about? A student who failed last year can pass this year. You can pass tonight. You didn't hear what I just said. I said you can pass tonight. Because you tried before, if it doesn't mean you cannot do it again. You are the light of the world. A city that is built on the hill cannot be hidden. Neither do men light a lamp and put it under the table. But they put it on this time so that they can give light to the whole room now lift up your voice can we get up together now and let's lift up our voice and give god praise because we are the light of the world thank god for who you are thank god for who you are thank god for the strength of god inside you thank god for who you are the book of john 4 1 says the decision of God to make you light is not a decision of man. It is not by man, but by God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Something is about to happen to you at this hour. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Everything Jesus is, you are. By the grace of God the Father. Come on, lift up your voice and worship Him. Don't look when others are praising God. <laughs> Begin to say, I'm the solution to this dark world. Lord, I thank you that you have made me the light.